Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Hey, Jeremiah. Hi. How are you, Scott? Oh, uh, not too bad. It's kind of nice to be back on the show. It's been a couple weeks since we've actually sat down together and done this since we had that uh, variety hour. That's true. And uh, I do have to, I mean, people might be wondering why we're even back because uh, according to last week's show, if anybody heard, we were supposed to be going through a, uh, a bit of a murder-suicide pact. Murder-suicide pact. Uh, wires crossed. We did. We, we didn't know which one was going to take murder or suicide, and we both kind of showed up with the same idea in mind. And then we kind of. I was that, ready yeah. to kill you, and you were ready to kill I, me. I, but I was, neither I one was of us really, had the balls to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really. I was like, okay, we'll. I mean, we'll, I'll kill you any day of the week. That's easy. It's a yeah, fucking. Yeah. You're just someone, you know. I mean, you're one of my best friends, yeah. but at the same time, you're just I mean, the point of a the person. point of murder suicide is one person pretty much does all the work. They murder yeah, they you, shoot, and, then, and then they shoot yeah. again at themselves. But neither one of us had the guts to kill themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to kill myself. I, mean, I like I'm, myself I'm okay, too much. But it was really tough to do a murder murder pact unless you shot it exactly. We'd have the same to, yeah, time. it would have to be timed perfectly. Yeah, I don't know. Basically, we pussied out because we didn't think we had the right timing you should see us try to yeah. dance together oh yeah oh my god yeah that's we step on each other's feet tell you what we can do we sure can murder rhythm <laughs> uh, we can murder rhythm i said uh, um, yeah so, so we had that uh, we had that we had we, that they had the the episode and uh, it was a variety hour uh, in place while we were doing uh, the failed murder suicide pack we and hope everyone liked it, by the way. It was an experiment, and it's an experiment that we liked a lot, so we're actually going to be having another one of these probably within the next couple months. Yeah, we figured, uh, We I mean, started like, work today. We were, uh, we once were every 10, 15, 9, 4, whatever episodes. Whatever, it's, yeah. It's good because we, uh, we get to do some fun uh, pre-recorded bits and production and all that, but as we go, as opposed to trying to like hurry it all at once, and we also and it gives us a week get off. to take a week off without actually uh, depriving anybody of all the content that we, uh, we, we like to, to offer up. So yeah, we'll, it'll be and, something similar with some new new voices, new stuff we don't know yet, really. Actually, we were very we just seriously thought about this today. So Yeah. And if you uh, if you're a big fan of that episode and you're one of our fans in general, um please take your time to uh go on Twitter or Facebook and share out that last episode. Uh we did work very, very hard on it and we're actually kind of impressed. We we were very happy with the end product. Yeah. And uh we think that a wider audience might actually really like it too, and you know, we can only get so many people through our normal avenues. Uh, our viewership is up, which we're happy for, but it can only go up higher, and we love you guys. You're, you're our fans, and if you could just do us a solid and take the time to grab the link and maybe reshare it, uh, that'd be great. Thank we, you. <coughs> we want to give a uh, thanks, let's see, to Christopher Ball for producing the segment. Yep, Christopher and, Ball had uh, the Balls Deep segment. Yep, uh, my, our friend Nick, who produced the... Uh, the is it okay uh, to Lorenzo, say Nick's last name? Lorenzo Clooney. Um I don't know. I don't Probably really not. I don't let's let's leave him out for the he's, moment. He's, he's in government affairs. Who knows? Um, yeah. Uh, so so Nick for doing the Lorenzo Clooney episode, uh, which was the old radio show. Thank uh, Bruce show Bruce thing. for coming back. Um, Bruce Bruce was great because um, you know we wanted him on. He's like our schedule has been conflicting, so we just said record something from from uh, Australia and send it to us, and it worked out pretty well. And also uh, Samuel Chase from uh, from ChaseCon. Yep, um, and uh, Paul on. Rudd for uh, for recording that brilliant uh, celebrity serial skit. Thank That's you, Paul right. Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd was really uh, helpful um, in that. He's always really nice, actually. Yeah, he's been great to us. Anytime I talk yeah. to him online, he's he's really good. He, he's a, he's mean, a fan of the show. Mean dick too. He is a. I love like he he sucks it in like a romantic way, but also like a comedic way. Like he's really good at as expected. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, now, before we get into the show proper, I just want to make sure that anyone who wants to find us can find us on Twitter at The Lost at Home and on Facebook at The Lost at Home Podcast. And if you want to go to our website, the lost, uh, lostathomepodcast.com, 
you can find uh, our shows, show notes, uh, extras like a little bit of write-ups on interviews, uh, movie reviews, and we're posting all the songs for our upcoming iTunes album this summer. Right. Uh, Five Stars and Beyond the Pale by Sonic Jalopy. Uh, should be completed by this summer as long as you guys keep bringing those five star reviews in. Yep. We've got uh, a few on the back burner. That we have they're... three to go, and three were in the the last week's episode as part of the variety show. Right. We may actually hold all the rest of the five star reviews that are being turned into songs for the next Currently, variety show yes. as well. Still want depending more, on how many we get. If there's a big overflow, we'll start doing them at the end of the show like we used to. Yep. But at the moment, uh, we may actually be going out at the end of our show for the next couple weeks. Uh, using people on Periscope who are willing to sing things about us or about what we want them to sing. Uh, I've been grabbing the audio. Mucho Suavo was actually uh, going to finish our show out today from Periscope. Uh, he's a nice guy. We've talked to him many, many times. And uh, he has sung us a couple of songs. And we've recorded them. We're going to put some music behind them. And we're going to go out today on Mucho Suavo. Yep. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. But in the meantime, let's jump right into the show. Web dropping. Jerry, uh, you bring us the first story this week of our all web dropping episode. Yes. Uh, yeah, this one, you know, it's good that we're starting off with this one because it's a little bit different. We just wanted to do... Straight up web droppings after the complicated, you know, show. So uh, last week, Variety Hour. This is what I would guess we would call the non-Variety Hour, where it's the complete opposite of Variety. Honestly, we're just doing we, web dropping. Sometimes we get a really good response when we do an entire web droppings episode I, because I like it, it starts right off the bat. Like we're, we're just going. Uh, so, so this one, like, is uh, I I don't know where it would have fit otherwise anyway. So it would have probably been a web dropping, but it's not like news. It's just uh, the the first thing is, is actually about a study, if you want to call it that. Um, People who love grilled cheese sandwiches have way more sex than those that don't. Now, I read this, and it wasn't going to be a web dropping. I just uh, read it, and I was like, oh, God. You know, they do these studies that have the uh, this correlation, but there's no causation, that kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. This, this was a simple poll done by the, the uh, yeah, Scout app. On, on like, uh, yeah, It's exactly. a mobile app for dating called Scout. So 4,600 users uh, finding out what they like for sandwiches. Turns out a lot of them like grilled cheese, and... Uh, they also happen to be the ones who apparently at least record or say that they have more sex yeah. than the others. No, you gotta um, wonder, like, the people that Scout are talking to are most likely single people. It's an interesting idea to gauge the amount of sex someone has as opposed to the amount of food they eat, basing it only on single people, because single people probably have the least amount of sex, to be honest. Yes, yes, absolutely. Anyone in a committed relationship As a, as a, as a single guy, I can absolutely... When I do, it's with strangers and and in a, a variety, but it's not calm. It's not you know you don't, D- dead, you don't ho- dead hobos and piles of garbage that are reminiscent of dead hobos in the right light. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, sometimes I steer clear of uh, of the hobos. Uh, sometimes I don't not know. even the dead ones. Um, like well, you get okay a dead hobo. You not only get to name, but you can do whatever you want to them. I always name them the same thing though, dead hobo. And oh, it's like it's really, not very creative. No, it's very like uncreative. So I got sick of because it felt like I was in a committed relationship. I was always having sex with dead hobo, and I'm like, oh, I love you. One time, I accidentally called him live hobo, and he got pissed off at me. He actually woke he was, up. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was actually alive. he was actually alive, and he like he was like, wait, why'd you call me that? And I'm like, because you're a live hobo. Also, I feel like um, single people are probably more apt to eat shit like grilled cheese. Not that I love grilled cheese, great, fine, but uh, it seems like a bachelor food for sure. Sure, uh, unless you get all gourmet about it. I mean, you can make like crazy grilled cheeses. Uh, um, have you ever taken buffalo chicken and put it in one with pepper jack cheese? Yeah, but... Uh, it's really it, good. Buffalo it be, chicken grilled cheese. Yeah, then it 
becomes a buffalo chicken sandwich. No, it's still still grilled cheese. You're grilled cheesing it. Your cheese, well, bread, technically by frying that, pan. By that, uh, you're saying any hot sandwich with cheese on it is a it's grilled cheese sandwich. It's cooked in a frying pan. Is grilled cheese. Sure. Yep. I don't, know, I, I don't know what you're trying to sell me on here. Are you trying to convince me of something no, no, that I know? No, as long as you're are you trying to change my my core beliefs? As long as you're on the same page. As long as you know that uh, you know my core beliefs are the only thing that actually keep me going on a day to day basis. You're aware and you double down on it, so that's fine by me. Mm, double down. Oh, double down. I love a double down. <laughs> so if you also, put a grilled cheese. If you take two grilled, <laughs> if you take two fried chickens, you put cheese in the middle. It's a grilled and you cheese. fry the outside of the chicken again in a frying pan. In a frying pan, as long as it, <laughs> it's a grilled cheese. So the frying pan is really what makes a grilled cheese sandwich. A frying pan is what makes a grilled cheese. Sandwich. Which is funny because if you use a grill, it's not. No, God. Oh, ew. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not a. That's Texan. more like a. It's more like a panini. That's how Texans eat it's their like grilled a, cheeses. That sounds. They just good. throw it on the grill in the backyard. Is that right? The propane grill, so you know the propane doesn't change the flavor of the food. Hmm. You uh, made that up. No, I watched a lot of King of the Hill. I'm a Mike Judge fan. <laughs> I'm a big Mike Judge fan too. Propane and propane accessories. <laughs> um, actually, you know, across the street, we were just looking at all my my oil selection, not body oils, but the. Uh, uh, heating oil selections? The, the 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 eating eating oil actually. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess you know, I don't really eat oil, but you you know eat it on stuff and in stuff. Uh, that place that sells that uh, had a crazy grilled cheese today. They had like six different types of cheeses in there and all gourmet and shit like that. I didn't get it, but it sounded pretty damn good. So uh, anyway, about grilled cheese sandwiches and stuff like that. That's not really the point of the story. We won't re- really get into the um, details of the study if you want to call it that, but. I will get into what I found when I finally just kind of like got irritated at the causation versus correlation thing and actually just Googled causation versus correlation and came up with somebody who uh, created a website called Spurious Correlations. And I've never been here before, but I've also done the uh, the Google search for correlations, and I love what I found. And this actually matches a few of the ones I've seen in the past. Yeah, I think I think I'm fascinated I think this by person this subject. Is, is sort of like just collected them from random places. Okay, it makes sense because the yeah. Nick Cage one I've definitely seen before. Because it's a kind of like an aggregator of, of sort. Here, I think. Uh, gonna, but this, this person, although they did top. make they did make nice charts out of all these. So pretty much what happens is you can find. Um, a correlation between various pieces of data that, that have, have absolutely no connection. no connection, really. So it doesn't mean something is caused by something, but you can say, "Hey, look at this data." You know, they either have a correlation or inverse, or inverse correlation. And that's probably the best part of it all is that these things make no sense. There's no no yeah. link. You can't even sit down with your stoner friends and get high and come up with a link. There's no way. Yeah, this is although it would be pretty interesting to do that, but the um, at least find a link between some of these, like make a whole story as to why they. Actually, happen. I think we just found yet another skit for a variety I, I think show. So. <laughs> connect, connect the dots between these. You don't have to even. I'll, mention, I'll keep side notes. <laughs> you don't even have to mention that it's a, a causation versus correlation. Thing. No, just, just stoners hey, sitting man, around talking. Hey, about man, it. you hear about the blah blah blah, and they get it mixed up and things like that. So this, um, I, I just wanted to really read some of these because this is pretty much these are you know intentionally made to kind of show that causation and correlation are obviously you know uh, not one and the same. So they're extreme uh, versions of this so uh, some of them oh, you mentioned the the Nick Cage one um, there yeah. is there is a direct correlation between the number of people who drown by falling into a swimming pool and the number of uh, films that Nicolas Cage has appeared in um, there's also another one that's not on this and I didn't take the time to look it up but it's a, it's a correlation between the years that Nicolas Cage films come out and the number of a certain kind of death that happens oh there's always like a higher rate of a certain kind oh, of the death. actual year. Yeah, like based in, on based on the year, like it'll yeah. spike every year. Nick Cage has a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like death by sadness or um, 
death by hilarity or being uh, yelled at cinematically. Exactly. Um, uh, the top one on the list is pretty great. The uh, U.S. spending oh, right, on yeah. science, space, and technology correlates directly with the number of suicides by hanging, strangulation, and suffocation. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking like, um, well, we're not necessarily going to try to find these connections right now, but uh, I could probably start to come up with some. Um Per capita consumption of, uh, no, 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 actually, no, the what, uh, divorce rate in Maine correlates with the per capita consumption of margarine. Um, I'm not sure if that means uh, that people, I would think with butter, I mean, because like, then people get fat and they're like, oh, yeah, they'll touch sure. there and then you're, you're, you're really going to be reaching if you're trying to find direct correlations. <laughs> I mean, a causation. For, yeah. for, for instance, um, Age of Miss America uh, for the Miss America pageant. Um, correlates with murders by steam, hot vapors, and hot objects. Yes, the fact that there is so much data on that specific that specifically, type of death. How many people are murdered by steam? Huh. Like, do they mean the website where you online game? Or you just die from being a loser? Or? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I can't figure out how you would murder someone with steam, steam or loser, hot vapors. Great. I can get you can murder someone with a hot object. You could take a fire poker. It's thinking, been sitting in the fire for a I'm while. I'm thinking like big steam things, like when you go, like you open up a valve, like a steam, a steam like valve. a steampunk cosplay costume. No, uh, I was thinking more of a steam valve. But uh, so, uh, so to murder someone by steam valve, you're like, hey, 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 Jim, come over here. Can you check this valve? And you yeah, like, something, a, something stuck in it. Can you put your eye right up to it and look inside and see if there's something jammed in there? And then when they're looking, you just crank that handle as fast as you can, and mm-hmm. it goes. And then they die? It's, yeah, apparently that stuff is like, we will melt your face off. Okay. Yeah. Good people, to know. People die like that. A uh, number of people who were electrocuted by power lines correlates with the marriage rate in Alabama. Oh. Oh, they, this is actually similar to the one where uh, people who drown after falling out of a fishing boat correlates with marriage rates in Kentucky. Mm. Yep. Um, don't know what it is about Alabama and Kentucky that... <laughs> oh, they're just funny. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, there's there's plenty of others here. They're actually it's from a uh, a website. Look, Tyler Vigen, Vigen, uh, T Y L E R V I G. I believe it's pronounced vagina. Vagina. Ty- Tyler, I believe it's I believe it's pronounced vagina. Oh shit! This is Tyler's vagina dot com. <laughs> God damn it! Oh man! Yeah, scroll down to the bottom of the page. It's a big picture of Tyler's vagina. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting ones here. I mean, if you even go so deep as to go, I don't know. Some of the more boring ones are like total number of political action committees correlates with people who have died by falling out of their wheelchairs right right i just love it there's just something kind of beautiful about the fact that statistics can match up and have no direct connection it's it's even cool like this this beautiful inverse correlation of honey producing bee colonies uh with juvenile arrest for possession of marijuana which means the more honey producing bee colonies you have the lower the chance of juveniles getting arrested for possession of marijuana I Which think, means I'm thinking they're all like, we're like, yeah, sweet. It'd be great if we lived our like lives by out. bees. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, literally, we need more bees making honey so the kids stop doing the pot. Yeah, and, and maybe... <laughs> the maybe, honey pot? Maybe that. Oh, you and your puns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Puns. You know, there's a direct correlation between uh, pun usage and, uh, and uh, uh, impotence. Oh. I have no pun to go with that. But better not. Dick will fall um, off. I was, I was trying to come Wait, up with one quickly, it, but I couldn't. Is that how impotence works? Your dick falls off? Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm soft on that. Oh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bad. Oh, you Oh, it. yeah. All uh, right. So fun with statistics. Boom. There you go. Causation versus correlation. Yeah. Speaking of educational things, um, well, we move on to Drexel University. 
this story was in the news last week, and if anyone's questioning us, by the way, on this episode as to whether our stories are timely, uh, we did take some of our better stories from the last two weeks' worth of notes, mm-hmm. and we've injected them into this week. Uh, treat this show kind of as a, a catch-up episode. Yeah, you know, I I, I, went, I allowed myself uh, to go back 15 days on this one. Yeah, exactly. This news may not be the most timely. Most of timely, them were within but... the first uh, seven that I chose, but if something really good came out of, like, 12 days ago, I wasn't going to uh, censor ourselves from using it. So, uh, Drexel University law professor uh, Lisa McElroy was sending out a uh, mass email to her students, and it was one of those things where it's like, you might be interested in reading this you know, yep. topic or this article. Um, the link she provided below it was a pornhub.com link, uh, very specifically to an anal bead porno video. Um, she loves her anal beads is the title of the video on Pornhub. If you're curious and would like to go see uh, said materials, I'm pretty sure the internet can allow you that. Uh, uh, yeah, I came across it at work when I saw it for the first time, so I've not watched it. I have uh, not watched it either. Honestly, anal beads are not my thing, I have no, to say. No, but I, I would like so. to know what the subject material is about. You know, we do our research here at the Lost at Home podcast. Yeah, it was, it was probably about like the, 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 the annals of bead making in historical reference to law degree students in uh, uh, archetypal uh, European substructures in the 18th century. Yeah, and it was... And, um, and what came out was Alice likes anal beads in her rectum. Lickety split. Oh, look at that's split. the title of the the subtitle. So wait, she wants them like? Did she want? She them wants in to there, split like, her ass cheeks, pull them out, and then lick them. Lickety oh, split. Oh, lickety split. Like I was thinking, like either immediately or like. Oh yeah, no, in no. no another fast. another girl has her face down in the ass area, and she's licking them as they're pulled out. So it's lickety split. Lickety split. I like that. That's yeah. very nice. Yep. Boy, we should write Pornhub titles for a living. <laughs> we Can, could. Is there a living out of that? I don't think there is. I think it's more of a hobby. It's yeah, a hobby. You're a true. hobbyist if that's you're doing true. that. That's true. You might actually uh, have to pay to do that. But it'd be uh, something to say to people at a bar. Like, what, what do you do? Well, um, by day, I work for a prestigious law firm. But, you know, at night, I'm, I'm a hobbyist on Pornhub writing titles for their uh, videos. Yeah. Um, they give suggested ones, and I suggest better ones. <laughs> Pornhub writer. They never use them, and I, I'm, I think I'm blocked on their email servers, yeah. but... <laughs> Dear Pornhub... Yeah, um, so she has actually been removed for her position on uh, temporary leave while one of the deans of the school is taking over her classes. Um, a letter was sent out to More all like the students. like taking over her asses. Oh, like lickety split, they took those over. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> asses sounds like classes. Um, so his letter was sent out to the students saying, as you may be aware, some students er- erroneously received an email this morning. <laughs> like you have to clarify erroneously. I know, like, as I if, know. As if it wasn't like, oh, on purpose. Yeah, but, directing uh, them to a post with inappropriate material. Uh, we take this matter seriously and apologize for any upset it may have caused. And uh, they're treating this as if it was a sexual harassment and misconduct um, issue. Uh, technically, it does fall within that and they're doing all the right things. But right, when, yeah, when right. everything is said and done... It's a mistake, and unless a student is filing a civil charge, in my opinion, I, I kind of feel like let bygones be bygones. Yeah, Everyone makes a, a mistake in their life. Because I feel like if if nobody feels like it was, uh, I mean, you know, somebody may have clicked on it, watched it, and felt really like violated by it. In which case, absolutely, they can independently, I think, file a suit or whatever. Yeah. But uh, unless, I mean, if people are like, man, it's anal beads and it's college, so you know, fuck it. We've all been there. And in fact, it was probably one of their videos. It's like I'm famous and this like guy. I guess it was a female anal beads. Maybe. Yeah, this isn't like this isn't anything like when uh, Obama accidentally let slip that video uh, titled "Mitch Mitch McConnell Takes It Hard," and when the cl- video was clicked on, it was a uh, it was a naked woman with a strap on straddling a turtle. Oh yeah, that's um, right. 
The turtle does look like Mitch McConnell. Of, he looks line. just like a turtle. Yeah, well, and the, the problem with that wasn't so much the, the pornography aspect of it, but there was an issue with the bestiality. Cause it they, was, and then yeah. Obama was the one who sent it. Because, I mean, I would expect that from the Antichrist Obama to send along, like... He sent it to Hillary Clinton, too, in his congratulatory email on her running for president, which yeah, is weird. but to be fair, he said, he said, congratulations on running for president. Here's, Here's some, a picture of uh, Mitch McConnell getting fucked with a strap-on. By the way, it's just a turtle. So he kind of like let it out before she had to click on true, it. True, true, And then true. she was like, oh my god, I thought it was a joke. And then she got all fucking bent out of shape about it. Uh, and then she made this anal beat video. No, she did not make this anal beat video. We were reporting real minute. news here. She simply sent it. Oh, wait, so wait. I'm, I'm, okay, so I guess I'm a little uh, turned around here. Okay, the professor in this story did not make the anal beat video. She, and, she did not film no, herself. No, I thought Hillary, I thought Hillary Clinton did. No, wait. This is a different oh, story Jesus. altogether. I'm, okay, I got my wires okay, crossed. Here, now. just to be just to be concise okay. for our listeners, um, a university professor named Hillary Clinton, who is running for president, shoved beads in her ass hole. Yeah, pulled them hole. out while another person her licked them. Hole, right. While a turtle watched while being fucked by, by a. Obama. By Obama wearing a strap on, which seemed redundant. Yeah, which is weird. It was a white one too, which yeah. is really weird. Well, he wasn't even wearing it on his on his junk. He was wearing it like on his head. Yeah, like he, a, was, he, like was, he was. He was. He was heading it hard. Yeah. yeah. And um, and this was sent out to uh, this woman's students at the university, who um, all got A's for having to watch it. Yeah. It's like that suicide clause in college, where if your college roommate commits suicide, you get all A's. Yeah, or if you it's, commit it's suicide, the same thing. You if, get, if your you teacher sends you porn, you get straight A's. Yeah, or if yeah, okay, that's sweet. And if uh, and I believe there was a secondary clause in, in uh, Drexel where if uh, uh, if the president is in the porno, you then become president. So we now have um, forty nine separate uh, different races, sexes, genders, ages, etc. Students who are now all unilaterally president at the same time. Wait, so all forty nine of them all are president right now? No, but I mean, like there are forty nine different sexes, races, etc. All together. You mean like, it was a very nine different people? Her class are... had the oddest, cleanest representation of a broad spectrum: class, sex, race, and religion. It was almost uh, like breakdown. they were handpicked to, to almost be the most like like her, like her class was supposed to be a picture poster of uh, diversity. Yeah. Oh, but like, like they uh, they line them up so it's like kind of a gradient. Nice. This almost feels like an Illuminati thing. Like, how else can you get forty nine people who break down our social structure so perfectly to suddenly all be president in like a hive mind? Which is basically you, what has happened. We now have a hive mind president well, of forty nine people. Yeah, you send uh, you send picture. I mean, a uh, pornography of of a uh, president. It's a little telling that Obama, Obama was in it. Yeah. Um, head fucking a turtle. Well, that was Anal, anally also, and that the, was and the head fucking thing wasn't just a dildo; it was more like a series of large beads. So it's all, it's all anal beads. Every part oh, this, of this. Oh, this was like okay. This is uh, this is full out anal beads. All right. Well, um, speaking of our new uh, new Lord and Master uh, conglomerate student class of 2017, 49 president, hive president. It's more um, presidents than we've had. I think it's time to uh, talk about ChaseCon, which is uh, coming up in just under two weeks. Wow, so close. Yeah, yeah um, we're right. going to be going to ChaseCon and tabling there and doing interviews with the people who will be in attendance in addition to the other celebrities like ourselves. And if and you're curious gonna, oh, about what's going on with that, um, we have a little ad roll here. Yeah, uh, maybe gonna we should just it. play that to explain it all for sure. us. Absolutely. All right. You looking for a fun place to be this spring? 
Look for Chase Con Expo at the Saratoga City Center, 522 Broadway in Saratoga Springs, New York, on April 25th, 2015, with a pre-party the night of the 24th at Bailey's Cafe. Guest stars include voice actress Erica Schroeder, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, WWE superstar Kurt Hawkins, and Blake Foster from Power Rangers. Cosplay guest stars include Katherine Zahn, Miggy Jagger, Jennifer Rose, and more. Come get your picture taken with Kit from Knight Rider, exclusively at Chase Con Expo. Artists and vendors of all kinds, a cosplay contest, panels, gaming, events, and podcasts all day long. Tickets starting at $7 and up online and $10 at the door on the day of the con. Visit ChaseCon.org for more info. Chase Con Expo, the only way to chase a con is the Chase Con way. Well, that really succinctly uh, explained everything that's going to happen. And it sounded better than what how we could have put it. Uh, are we going to the, the uh, party thing? We are going to the pre-party on the 24th. We might even get a couple, of, uh, couple of interviews there too, maybe? We are. There's also going to be golden ticket holders there. Uh, people who paid, I believe it's the $50 fee to get into the pre-party and addition to all the other events um so we'll be rubbing elbows with some of the commoners as well as some of the uh the, the high-end folk Com- commoners <laughs> the peasants we're like in the middle like there's the peasants but if you're a gold ticket the... holder and you're actually listening to this um you know what we'll interview you too as long as you have something interesting to say or you have um something interesting to show us I, I we're won't, talking I won't, uh, about dicks i won't uh i won't uh interview uh, you too i don't like bono <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't You're... like mono either. Oh, wow, we're going, okay. <laughs> wow, no one likes mono. You're sick. No one can kiss you. That's the reason you don't like getting sick. Yeah. Nobody can kiss you. <laughs> the only reason. Like, I expect strangers at least once a day to like walk up to me and just like, land one right on me. You're like, Scott, this is uh, but when you're all this is terminal, terminal disease. I'm, I'm afraid you're not going to make it. But Doc, give it to me straight. Can I still get kisses? Uh, yes, God, you can still get kisses uh, until you die. Oh, thank God. Hey, you know who else can also get kisses until they die? Uh, hobos. Uh, no, Jose, Ho- Jose Alberto. Jose Alberto? Alberto? Do you know who Jose Alberto is? You uh, should. You brought this story. <laughs> is that the person? Yes, um, Jose Alberto um, learned the hard way that kissing something that you shouldn't doesn't always work out well for you. Um, Jose Alberto was found dead this week by police after creating a scarecrow sex doll out of old clothes, hay, right. sewing it all up together just like a normal scarecrow, but then attaching a wig and how they briefly describe in this story a sex toy a sex to toy. the scarecrow. I'm wondering if he implanted a fleshlight into uh, the, the, the pelvis of this scarecrow or if it had a... Or a phallus. A phallus. Right, right, right. A, a fallacy. Well, this whole story is a fallacy, first of all. Well, the, the thing the thing about it is, like, I, I was actually um, a little bit... We haven't curious. even touched on how he died. I, I was a little bit curious as to... First of all, I didn't have a record of the name. The, the story I have didn't have the name in here. So I didn't know that this was uh, Alberto Jose uh, Conquistador. In the first sentence alone, they say his name twice in the story you sent me. So... Yeah. I don't know where you're missing the name. <laughs> well, they say uh, San Jose de Belcar, and then they say from the home of Jose Alberto. Yes, that's so him. It's, so it's assumed. That, oh, oh no! Then it says found Alberto lying dead. Okay, 
Yep, All there's right. the first sentence of the story. Yep. Glad we could work that no, far in. No, no, I just, I just, you know what? I think it may have been the Jose's there, the San Jose versus the, and I just kind of glazed over yes, it. Yes, Jose Alberto in San Jose was found by Jose Sanchez, police <laughs> officer for the local lower Jose uh, police department. Um, yeah. When he walked in, he said, holy moly, is that Jose? And they said, Jose, I don't know if that is Jose. Maybe you should check his ID. We do work for the Jose police department. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jose. You're better than that. And he pulled out the ID and he goes oh my god his name is Jose my name's Jose Jose do you believe this and he goes I can't believe my name's Jose too and your name's Jose and his name's Jose and we work for the Jose Police Department in San Jose and then this other guy walked in he said oh hey listen I'm the one guy here who's uh, not Mexican and I'm Canadian so stop being a hoser eh (laughs) (laughs) like bring a little different vibe to that one I like that I like that Uh, anyway uh, his name ironically was also Jesus so, so the um, from Canada. So this, yeah, yeah, it was he was just uh, Canadian, but yeah, he had named Jesus. Oh yeah, I like the poutine um, there. My name is Jose. Hey, well, hey. no, no, Jesus. Hey, Zeus. Hey, <laughs> I mean, if you're, I guess, talking to the god of gods. Hey, sometimes when I'm when I'm called a Jesus, um, I'm eating my poutine at the the restaurant, and I don't want people to talk to me because you know, I'm Jesus, I, I, I'm an important, I'm a roller and shaker. You know, up here in the in the north, roller and shakers. In the north, we we worry about we shakers. About, they don't have shakers and movers up there. <laughs> <laughs> Rollers and shakers. <laughs> it sounds like the laziest form of shaker and mover, just like rolling along. It's a great right north. You know, sometimes we're we're not feeling like doing the things yeah. that you in the states do. So we yeah. we just we roll. Sometimes yeah. we shake. And the shaking helps the rolling. It's uh, you know, we're talking about you, you. You get rolling, and sometimes you don't roll as far as you want to. Yep. But then you shake a little, and it gives you some friction and some momentum, and you 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 start to roll to where you want to. Sometimes send a little uh, constabulatory where you you know you got your things to do. Yeah, like uh, like Michael J. Fox at a at a roller skate place. I'm a roller and shaker. Hey, Michael J. Fox jokes, everybody. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like it. I like hey, that. like Michael J. Fox at a raise doing ecstasy. Roller and shaker, eh? Hey, I like that. You got a, you got a nice story there about you. Everything you say, just it's, it's, it's a grandness. It's Alberto a Alberto was lying dead on the floor, and we're joking about... Canadians. Canadians <laughs> and Michael J. Fox? And he... Hey, hey, when isn't Parkinson's funny, Jer? When isn't it? Uh, yeah, good question, actually. Um, oh, I guess when, like, you have it, or you know somebody who has it, or you, you're offended by it, or you, you see know, somebody on a, who on has a side it, note, I heard Michael J. I, Fox has it. Or, on a side note, I heard that uh, Fitbit used uh, used uh, people with Parkinson's as their testers just to make sure it worked. In one hour, they got more results than your average athlete in two hours. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, <laughs> says here, Michael J. Fox bro, uh, walked 20,000 million steps in one afternoon. <laughs> Or masturbated more than anybody could possibly masturbate. And on his ninth beer, it still exploded in his face when he uncapped it. <laughs> oh, jeez. So this guy... Uh, okay, here's the thing. Okay, fuck a scarecrow, whatever. Kiss a scarecrow. We haven't gotten into why he died. Um, but I think, actually, it's funny that he had, he put lipstick on it. He put lipstick on the scarecrow. He because, made a sex doll. He made a real doll. But it's like, why bother? Like, it just don't get... Like, is it going to really trick you into thinking it's a woman? Or is it... If you don't put lipstick on it, is it gay? Like, it is like, I don't want to have sex with a gay scarecrow. Brr, I'm not gay. So I'm, I'm going to paint it up 
make it look gussy. Make pretty? it look pretty. What do you think the head Does it was? make it look that better? Is he like, well, he he's put like, a, oh, he put a, fuckable, and then he put the lipstick on. He put, he's a, like, oh, he put a wig and lipstick on it. What do you think the head was? Like, do you think it was just like another, like a t-shirt full of hay that was just a ball and then shoved into the neck and sewn yeah. in? Or do you think it was like a Halloween mask yeah. or stitched together pieces of other human beings' faces? You know. <laughs> oh, okay. This guy wasn't normal in the head. <laughs> the scarecrow's mostly neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> scarecrow's now ninety percent neighbor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, he's he fucked up. Yeah. You know, sex toys and and there uh, were no signs of violence. Um, I'm guessing against the scarecrow or against him from the scarecrow. So, it so wasn't rape. this <laughs> wasn't one of those weird scarecrow rapes on a, a naturally. Uh, Sexually adventurous. This was a consensual uh, uh, scarecrow. Consensual scarecrow sex. And he actually no, made sure no, to make. He made the scarecrow 19 years ago, so it was actually a legal age too. He thought yep. way ahead for this. He's like, well, baby, on the 19th year, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that uh, scarecrow, but not like in a physical way because uh, I love you romantically. Yeah, and and nor was it nor was it a hate crime. Um, I believe the uh, scarecrow is made out of avocado sacks. So, uh, born and bred in the in Mexico, there was no hate crime involved. Um, I would like to call it a rape. I think the scarecrow should be charged with rape because oh, the scarecrow should be. Yeah, because well, there was sex and he died. That sounds horrible. Like that. The, that's true, and we don't. It's uh, yeah. If I only had a lawyer. <laughs> oh. Hey. Well, I once raped this gentleman. He made me out of hay. And then I choked the life out of him just to see what it felt like. <laughs> and it's the only way a scarecrow can get an erection. Do, do, do. I, I was wondering it's why. It's hard the, to get hay hard. In, in, in the, you uh, need to bail it really tight with a lot of twine, I've learned. Yeah. And if you bail it tight enough with enough twine and then dip it in some uh, motor oil. You can do never it. mind, never mind. Keep going. I was what gonna was say your... you could crust it together with shit, and I think that makes hay hard. Oh, I was gonna say I was wondering why in that uh, that cut scene from A Wizard of Oz, he said, "Hey, Mister Scarecrow, why don't you have a brain?" And he says, "Well, some dude fucked my brains out a while ago." Oh, Boom! Scarecrow, uh, Wizard of Oz jokes. Your, your mama's such a scarecrow. I, I fucked her, and she was made of hay. <laughs> Huh. Uh yeah, I guess there's no scarecrow jokes. I just kind of ruined it. Huh. There's there aren't yet. We can your come your up mama's with... so full of hay she needs brains. Nope. Um, cause she's a scarecrow. Yeah, I thought your mama was a zombie, but then I realized she's just a scarecrow who also yeah. needs brains. Hey, God your mama... damn it! It's really hard doing scarecrow jokes. Your mama need a need a job. I uh I need some crows scared away, and I hear that she's a scarecrow. Yeah. Um. Your your mama's such a scarecrow. Um, we could start our fire at the kegger with her, and then and then rape what's left. Who ah, burns? Ah, I did it! I did it! I made a joke. Who burns the scarecrow? That's a lot of work to go. Well, you need you need like you need kindling to get the, the bonfire started. Well, you would start with hay. Why make a scarecrow and burn the scarecrow? That's fucking in weird. In effigy, you make it of your mom and be like, "We're burning your that mom." That doesn't make it better. <laughs> well, that you rape it first. That way you can hear the semen crackle in the fire. That doesn't explain like you know, well, like oh, clearly, so we can make an effigy and have pretend you, it's somebody else. That's you, why we want to burn a scarecrow. Okay, have you ever come into a bonfire? 
It sounds just like popcorn popping. Really? It crackles. Yeah, all the little babies in there, they crackle and they oh, pop. They, okay. They oh, actually no. they actually burst forth and look like like more <laughs> developed penises. <laughs> they like float up like little Caspers. Oh, they my God. Do, they, they zip up and you lose yeah. them in the trees. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then they become uh, uh, tree baby semen. Tree baby semen. And that's, and that's how maple trees came. Came. Um, I don't actually have my notes in front of me. What's well, our next story? Well, actually, speaking of, of semen, yeah, uh, Jason Northrup actually helped us out with this story. Jason Northrup. Uh, I wonder if Lacey's going to be on to actually see this. Oh, there she is. Holy shit. Well, there we Sorry, go. Sorry, to any of our listeners who are wondering what I'm talking about, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm surreptitiously uh, podcasting or periscoping our podcast. Periscoping the podcast. Podcasting our periscope. Yep. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, you want something to do on a Saturday night? Yeah, well, I want something to do every Saturday night. I'm old, and I just watch Netflix. Let's steal some cum. How do you steal cum, Jeremiah? Well, first you can go and jack a whole bunch of people off. That's not really stealing. I think that's doing a public service. I do that at the homeless shelter every soup kitchen night. Huh. How do you, yeah, think, they make, well, how, how do you think they make the soup for Sunday? Huh. Sunday soup is uh I collect uh I collect bums uh semen in jars and I uh, I store it in the refrigerator. Um I've noticed that if you add a little coriander, a little cumin, a pinch of thyme, and uh some crushed tomato, it makes a really good bisque. Wait, one of these hobos wasn't named Dead Hobo, was he? Because that guy's mine. And that oh. may have been my semen. No, I, I milked live hobos for you and for me at the homeless shelter. I do it yeah. for both of us. I do it for humanity. Okay. I'm I'm a giver. Well, in this case, uh, if you ever want to steal uh, enough uh, bull semen to purchase, um, uh, let's see, uh, Tesla. Um, enough bull semen for a Tesla? Yeah, what do you, you do? Yeah. <laughs> in fact, go straight Holy down to shit, the... shit, you did the math on that? It is $70,000. You're right. Go straight down to the dealership with a bucket of semen. <laughs> Excuse me. Trade it in for a Tesla. Excuse me, Mr. Elon Musk, because apparently you're working at the dealership because I know that you do Tesla. Uh, here's $70,000 worth of semen. Could I please have a Tesla? And he says, yeah, let me drink all this cum first and we'll go for a test drive, little buddy. And, uh, that's how I, uh, I made love to Elon Musk for the first Dude, time. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with Minnesota? Over semen. Minnesota? I, didn't real- I didn't realize this is two stories in one episode about Minnesota and semen. Did we have another one? Yeah, is coming that the other, the Yeah, other yeah semen the, I added one. It's coming the up other in a few moments. One. And yeah. it, uh... Did to tease it? Um... So, yeah, uh, oh, anyway, uh, bull semen is actually very, uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, not expensive, but valuable. There we go. Um, so somebody actually in Minnesota uh, stole $70,000 worth of bull semen from a farm. And I guess uh, it's kept in vials, of course, because you wouldn't just keep bull semen hanging around in, like a bucket or something like that. I usually put it in my pocket, but I've learned that that doesn't usually work. Um, yeah, my le- tainted. You my leg tainted. gets tacky. My shorts seem to be washed three times because when you run them in the hot wash, uh, the semen congeals. Three and times it, exactly? Yeah. Well, the first time you run uh, bowl semen in a pair of pants pockets, uh, it congeals, and you kind of just end up with like this wad of hard like cartilage. So in the your first, pocket. so the first wash, the is second just, wash gets get, like, it out. Get, just generally, yeah. Okay. And the third wash, you don't actually put those shorts back in because they're clean, but you have like all this loose, free floating uh, oh, bowl like semen in clumps in your washer. Okay, so you, and just, you, do just, like you a, just run it empty just to get do it out. A, okay, do an empty wash. Yeah, it yeah. bangs around and breaks into smaller yeah. particles that can then get pulled through in the spin cycle. Right, and then you. Uh, have you ever tried to dry semen? Can you dry it too? Uh, well, no. It ju- well, that's part of what I do. I, I wash the clothes, and then I dry them, then I put them through the washer again. That's why it gets so hard to get out of the clothes. It's like a lot of extra Like, whatever work. doesn't get washed <laughs> out, like, it's superheated and kind of becomes part of the clothes. Yes. 
I, I believe it's similar to Kevlar in its uh, consistency. Those, those shorts clothes. actually are probably more semen than shorts by now. They are, yeah. They stand on their own, and they, they kind of smell. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, well, uh, so, you know, bull semen. You can uh, you can do that. You can steal it. You can put it in your pocket. You know, what else can you do with bull semen? Uh, why don't people write in and let us know what we can do with bull semen? So uh, that's exactly what we do. That's what I would do with it. <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. Um, what is the next story, Jer? Um, can we talk about bull semen some more? Seriously? No, I thought we were on Man that. Rips Man's Privates with Metal Hook. We we are on that, and actually, I was bringing this to the table. Okay, um, I know people all like to speak, um, you know, when you get mad at somebody and you're like, man, I'm going to fucking uh, bash your face in. You don't necessarily mean you're really going to bash a person's face in or anything like that. And apparently you might even get so angry that you say, man, I'm going to rip your dick off or something like that. Um, I mean, we've all been there. I've gotten in so many verbal altercations. Uh, the meter maid the other day, she was putting a ticket on my car. And it's a $10 ticket. But I walked over. I pulled the ticket off my windshield wiper. I right. tore it in half in front of her, threw it at her feet, and said, if you do that fucking again, I'm going to rip your fucking dick off. Right. She didn't like that. She didn't um, like it. No, she did, the, the, give you a citation? The female police officer who then came over and said, uh, excuse me, it's uh, illegal to verbally harass and threaten yeah. uh, public workers for the state. Yeah. Um, I, I then also said, well, what are you going to do? You're going to ticket me for that, you fucking dickless wonder? Yeah. And she goes, I don't have a dick. I don't, so I don't have a dick. I'm like, well, not it's even a wonder. I'm a female and we don't have dicks. Yeah, and I said, usually, well, that's so. great because I would have just ripped it off and I would have played drums You're with lucky. it with that fucking meter maid's dick. Yeah. I, if I had a pair of dicks right now, I'd play bucket, <laughs> I, bucket drums on the street I, like I, they do in the city. I have steel drums in my trunk right now yeah. that I would get out and I would bang the shit out of with your two dongs. Yeah. And I'd call that song Fuck you, you parking pig Nazi. I'm going to play drums with your dick. You know, it's funny because I actually had a, like a bit of an opposite experience with um, a, a male meter man, meter made male, a, a guy doing that. And he came up to me and kind of like same kind of issue. And I, I, I wonder if maybe we're just trying to make like empty threats here because I actually told him I was going to uh, scoop his cunt out with a, with a slotted spoon and he was like, well, and I don't have And serve it a, to the poor yeah. with, uh, with cum-based bisque. Yeah, and then said, somehow I'm going to also play drums, bucket drums with that cunt. I'm going to uh, play it like... Uh, but I, I I didn't say anything about the dick. Yeah, well, why would you? Yeah, you're right. I didn't actually <laughs> want to do an altercation. I just wanted to talk big, you know. So in this case, um, uh, a man, uh, 66, pleaded guilty to wounding with intent, uh, which I guess means intent to rip a dick off. Um, when, uh, he, okay, pretty much what happened is these people got a little altercation over, uh, shoot, what the heck was it over? It was over something ridiculous. It was um, a simple oh, oh, was argument a on thing. a contract. Yeah. yeah. It was on like a construction site. Yeah, exactly. It was like a construction contract and the guy showed up and was like, Hey, can I talk to the guy that I need to talk to? And they're like, no, sorry. And, uh, not here right now. And, um, told the contractor he would be back, he, uh, told by the contractor that he would be back soon. And then the guy was like, well, I'm going to rip the guy's dick off. Uh, and, uh, the victim, the eventual victim arrived and, uh, had an argument. Now I do have to give it to this guy for standing his ground because it wasn't just this like empty threat. Oh wait, what state is this? Do they have stand your ground laws in this um, state? This was actually, no, I think Please it might say be it was Minnesota. Be, actually, I, I believe this might be in like New Zealand or something like that. Um, uh, it's, it's, I don't know if it's actually in, because it's from like uh, Kawara and it's from NZ Herald, which I'm guessing dot NZ. So it looks like it's from New Zealand. Um, anyway, so this person repeated his, the earlier threat and now actually 
bit got a little more specific and said, "I'm going to rip your testicles out." So they actually had time to process. It's a it. very like, specific threat. Yeah, because yeah. I understand like being like, "I want to rip your dick off," but then the person shows up and you're like, "No, no, I mean, I'm fucking ripping your testicles out." And he came prepared. There was apparently for you never it's, know when you're gonna have to rip somebody's dick off or testicles out. And this guy is 66 years yeah. old. I mean, he's got a lot of like elderly angst under his belt. I bet too, like a lot of crotchetiness. You know, those old Crotchety. people who are like. Oh, I didn't even realize that, it wasn't was on there. purpose. Oh, it was that, no, that might actually be the title of our episode: crotchety, just crotchety, and a picture of a hook with a dick. A well, truck, you'll have to Photoshop nuts. a dick onto it, or just let's go find a hobo and make that photo happen <laughs> for real. <laughs> let's go rip a dick off. <laughs> it's a chain dick ripping journey. Gonna go rip a dick off a hobo. Gonna be a bindle full of dicks on a train. Play a harmonica. Got them homeless. Yeah, the, uh, the guy anyway had a hook, fifteen centimeter long hook, and it was like a um, custom jobby. It wasn't like a, a construction site hook like you commonly use to, to hammer girders he, like, or he, build walls. Yeah, he went to like a special like a hook shop and he, said he picked out the best hook. Yeah, and we he was like the person was wondering what the hell's going on when he's just like making like these scooping <laughs> motions <laughs> to a mannequin in the window because for some reason they have a mannequin in the uh, hook shop. Yeah, window. he also had to buy the mannequin. He, he oh, yeah, hooked he, it pretty hard in the yeah, groin. Yeah, he just walks in with his mannequin, like, around his arm, and uh, or his arm around a mannequin, and he says... Sets uh, it up. And he says, uh, excuse me, do you sell uh, hooks? And he said, well, we're the hook shop. Of course we sell hooks. And he said, well, how about any, you know, hooks about... And then he pointed to the dick, and he said, about dick size, because the mannequin had a full-size dick. And uh, the guy was like, well, yeah, you know, we could we could get you a dick scoop if we want, you know? Like, if you want to... What, do you want to... Uh, 15 centimeter hook. He says, "Yeah, sounds about right." Sharpened the hook up. Boom! Did a couple of, couple of little test uh, rips, and he said, "I'll take it." And then he went down to this fucking uh, con- construction site, and uh, he ripped the guy's testicles out. Makes a lot of sense. He really I, didn't rip them out. He, it's he what tore, I would do if I were in a tore, heated fight. By the sounds of it, he did like a like he went he under and up then, under and then like ripped up, scooped yeah. up. He like, tore through the man's pants yeah. into his scrotum, and the guy actually had to go into surgery to get uh, stitches, I believe, but maybe a little internal work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in, in, in the, be, at the end of the be, day, it'd be hilarious if the guy was actually going in for like a vasectomy the next day. Yeah, and the doctor's like, "It's done." Hey, <laughs> he did it for you. Yeah. He, well, you know, you owe that man hundreds of dollars or thousands or whatever vasectomy costs. A lot of money. And, uh, yep, so there was, uh, got his uh, dick hooked. Yep. All right. Um, you know what? Uh, before job. we Hook jump job. into the next story, um, let's take a moment to uh, run our Audible ad. We didn't actually talk about it at the top of the show, but uh, we are sponsored by Audible, and anything that you do with Audible will help us, which is why we have this little ad. Yeah, they're up to 200 billion books. Yep, yeah, two hundred billion books, and if you uh, if you listen to the ad roll here, you will hear details on what you can do to help the show. And any help you do, we appreciate and thank you. In a world where people use money for goods and services, the Lost at Home podcast needs you to perform a service for them so that they can get money. No, not that service. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash loss and get a free month of Audible's audiobook service and a free audiobook on the show. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Plus, it helps the show. Got an iPhone or Android? Then download the Audible app and listen to your book anywhere you would listen to a podcast. Thanks for your support. Now... Jump to it, fuckers! All right, so yes, uh, please make sure to go to audibletrial.com. 
uh, slash lost and uh, sign up for that. Come on. Come on, people. Fucking do it. Do it. Now, uh, something you shouldn't do is believe to uh, people in Florida if they ever tell you that they have a golden ticket to heaven. Or anybody. But especially uh, Florida, I, I would say. I think in Florida, if anyone offers you anything, I if, would... if someone literally said, "This is a dollar bill, you may have it," and they're in Florida, don't don't touch it. It's probably like a murder dollar bill. Like it's been involved in a crime, and it can trace be it be traced back. And it has the soul of a serial killer in it. Ooh, and then when you put it in a soda machine, it won't go in. Even though it's crisp. Yeah, it's crisp and like you're like doing the thing, the yep. uh, trying to straighten it out. It's like, what You go to put it back in your wallet and it gives you a paper cut. Oh my God, dude. That's so fucking ominous. And you go to throw it away, but it gets stuck to the heel of your shoe and you end up walking around town with it. Oh and then God. someone points out that it's there. And you're like, no, and you're like, no shit. And you pull it off your heel and you're like, you kind of shrug because it doesn't feel that evil yet. Just it's kind of like an unlucky well, not doll. It hasn't murdered So you put it back yet. in your wallet right. and then your wallet gets stolen. And... Then it gets returned. No, no, no. The wallet doesn't get returned. Just you, the dollar. You, you just you turn over and the fucking dollar is sitting there on the nightstand. Because you memorized Because the prostitute the, you had last night took your wallet, but she left that one dollar. Yeah. Or no, it has no, gum. It has it, gum on it from it your was, shoe, too. Yeah, I, th- I think it was gone. And blood from your I finger. I think it was gone. It just it showed right back up sure. at the end of it. And, and it and it, uh, and it has more blood on it, and it's ID'd as the prostitute's blood who turns up dead the next day, and they blame you for it because that money has dead her blood. from, like, uh, her neck was Split, sawed paper off cut. by something paper. Yes, it was definitely a paper saw cut. Yeah. A paper, a paper... Through the jugular in the carotid or- artery. Yeah, it took 1,900 hours to yes, chop through it. Yes, from a dollar bill. But eventually it happened, and, it, and now this guy's, like, in deep shit. He's like, no, man, it's the dollar bill! And they're like, yeah, it probably is, actually. Let's yep. take and it. Then, they and process then they, a dollar bill, and they put it, and they uh, electrocute it. And then uh, when you're sitting in the holding cell waiting to go up for your arraignment, um, they uh, they tell you uh, you can't have anything in there. You don't have any of your own possessions. But a guy in another cell snuck some cigarettes in, and his asshole. And you're like, dude, I'll give you I'll give you this dollar. It's all I have. Yeah. You give me one of those cigarettes. And you slide it through to him, and then he ends up dead. Right. But the bill ends up back in your cell with his blood on it, too. Right, 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 right. Yep. yep. Killer. I like this. This is good. This yeah. is good. We'll we'll call the movie Tango and Cash. Um, the main character's name will be Tango, and he's actually a uh, salsa dancer instructor. Yeah, and I'm guessing the uh, and the, who lo- with a taste for prostitutes. Yeah, and and the uh, and the the dollars the, the police cash. the police chief is Cash. No, nope. The dollars Cash. The police chief's name is Bill. Oh, the police chief's name is Bill. Unrelated. Dollar Bill. <laughs> His last name is Bill. His name is Dollar yeah. Bill, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, Dollar Bill! And everyone in the force call like jokes around the mall. So like, Dollar yeah. Dollar Bill, yo. Yeah, and he's like, cut it out, you scallions. No, no one likes you, Susan B. Anthony Quarter. Wait, that's scallions. And they're like, that's sexist, sir. She, she's new on the force. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a midget. You should yeah. probably stop calling her a quarter. Ah, <laughs> oh, why do we only hire currency around here? Oh, God damn it. It's Buffalo not... Nickel, get out of here. Yes. Wampum it's not my fault Wampum. the new midget girl cop is named Susan B. Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Susan B. fucking short. That's what I got to say. <laughs> There's that new black guy in the force. Wheat Penny. I call him Buck. Oh no! See what I'm doing there? Getting buck, racist? Buck wheat penny? <laughs> no, no, yeah, exactly. Getting racist there? Oh no, no, I don't get racist. I only fuck white only, bums. Well, only to kill and strangle and steal <laughs> their semen to uh, make semen biscuit at the homeless shelter. I get fictionally racist. Oh wait, my only fucking killing and stealing the semen from white hobos does that make me racist? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. I just just thinking like I'm I'm Although wait, but it would it make you more racist if you intentionally No, that's because like, I oh. like minorities so much that I don't want to rape, murder, kill, and steal their semen and make it into super Or we people. or what if we just uh happened because we live in Vermont, like there aren't that many black people around, so like it's statistically probably more likely that we would just happen across. Statistically a I'm friends with most of the minorities in the state. I just realized that the other day. I think <laughs> there's a direct correlation. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh yeah. So these golden tickets. Yeah. Did we even mention golden tickets? <laughs> we just did we told. Is that the title of this story? Then watered off. Uh. Yeah. So well, I guess we could have just called it "Don't Trust People from Florida." Yeah. But so, also that happened to try to sell you golden tickets. Yes. To in, heaven. in Jacksonville, Florida, Tito and Amanda Watts were arrested over the weekend for selling golden tickets to heaven to hundreds of people. The couple who sold the tickets on the street for $99.99 per ticket told the buyer the tickets were made from solid gold and each ticket reserved the buyer a spot in heaven. Simply present the tickets at the pearly gates and you're in. Sounds like a pretty good deal, honestly. Um, 100 bucks to get into heaven? The tickets actually did say admit one and were not made of solid gold. They were wood spray painted gold. Right. And here's the thing. Uh, apparently, it's okay if you just want to sell a ticket to heaven. They didn't get in trouble for that part. Yeah, no, they got you in can trouble for that. saying that it was gold. Because honestly, fucking, dude, if you sell a ticket to heaven for a hundred bucks and some dipshit buys it, then fucking power to you, seriously. And the other person should be put on trial for being that much of a moron, or just be uh, relieved of their hundred dollars. In this case. I can understand if people actually thought it was not understand. Okay, I'm sorry. A two by four covered with gold spray paint. You should still maybe know that it's not gold. But anyway, um, it's the fact that they misrepresented their product. Essentially, false advertising. Now, Jer, um, there's a long quote here from Tito Watts about the story, followed by a smaller quote by Amanda Watts. Right. Yep. Um, I read. I read these. Do you have any interest in reading that out loud in your best Floridian voice? Mm. Uh, uh, I don't care what police say. Tickets are solid gold. It ain't uh, cut up two by fours. I spray painted gold. And it was Jesus who gave them to me behind the KFC and said to sell them so I could give me some money to go to outer space. I met an alien named Stevie who said if I got the cash together, he'd take me and my wife on a flying saucer to a planet made entirely of crack cocaine. You can smoke all that crack cocaine there you want totally free. So try sending it in some man jail and see what happens. You you should arrest Jesus. He's the one who gave me the golden tickets. Instead of selling him, I'm willing to wear a wire and set Jesus up. Wow. And then Amanda Watts said in her police statement, Well, we just wanted to leave the Earth and go to space and smoke the rock cocaine. I didn't do nothing. Tito sold the gold tickets to heaven. I just watched. Perfect. Wow. So the police said they confiscated over $10,000 in cash, five crack pipes, and a baby alligator <laughs> from this couple upon wow. arrest for selling gold tickets to heaven in Jacksonville, Florida. I love it. $10,000 in cash that they made selling two by four spray painted gold that they claim were solid gold, five crack pipes, and a baby alligator. Um, I think the baby alligator is like the icing on the cake. You really don't get a whole lot better than that. Right, right, right. All right. Uh, what is our next story? I think we're actually going to skip the next one because we're running a little late this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, what is our last story this week? 
Is it a uh, mystery of the 1974 cocktail chart? I can mention that one if you want. It's, it's, a, it's a real quick one. Yeah, I let's just, do that real, kinda, real quick. I kind of wanted to just point this out to people because I thought it was pretty funny. Um, for some reason, okay, somebody was going through like the National Archives. You can go through National Archives and uh, see a bunch of stuff from various U.S. agencies and, uh, you know, government history and all that kind of stuff. Now, you can, um, uh, apparently, okay, this is from the U.S. Forest Commission, which... You would think, you know, deals in, I don't know, forest matters, right? Like, uh, there's a, 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 a frog stuck in a tree. Um, I don't know. I actually don't know what the U.S. Forest Commission does. Something like um, that. I believe they maintain our uh, natural forests and preserve them for hikers, campers, and other people who want to explore and enjoy the natural beauty that is America and um, spread that to wherever land they come from. Are you reading Being that, that off? most of these people are tourists. Are you reading that off or something? Does I it look was... like I'm reading that off something? I thought it was the... I'm looking you dead in the eyes and licking my lips at the same time. Does it look like I'm well, reading Well, no, because I thought what you were referring to is actually the Parks Commission a lot of times, like for the national parks, but does the U.S. Forest Commission, does it... They do like... the same thing it's redundancy in government oh that that's happens it's bureaucracy man at its best it, it's like when you uh bring a dildo to a dildo fight and there's already dildos at the dildo fight and then the guy who's trying to fight you his last name is dildo and it gets really confusing really fast that's just confusing i don't know if that's redundant i gotta tell you i've been in more dildo fights than i want to well, have I mean, had but, been in but you know yeah but i mean i like okay here's the thing if i go to like a, a shooting range and they've got guns that you can you know rent or whatever but i've got a really nice gun at home i'm gonna bring my gun right so why not like what maybe you bring a dildo to a dildo fight even though they got dildos there because or like have bowling balls to a bowling alley i you, once you, brought a flashlight to a dildo fight oh that's okay. instantly won they started throwing them at me and i was catching them and then i was winging them back like those lacrosse sticks it was a Wait. flashlight at the end of a long pole. So too. Did, they, did they not think to to throw more than one at a time, or did they, they were throwing have... them one at a time? There's set rules to dildo fights. There's set. I've never set been. Rules. I've never been to a dildo fight. Been well, the first fight. rule of dildo fights is talk about dildo fights. They All need the they need more PR. There's not enough yeah, word yeah. about them. It's like it's actually say like <laughs> the first and only rule of dildo fights is talk about dildo fights all the time. Exactly. Social media this out. Tweet this shit. Tweet the second rule fights. of dildo fights is bring a dildo, and I didn't follow that rule. I brought a flashlight. And I gotta say, number one, Were you I was, disqualified. No, I was the bell of the ball. If I do not say so myself, but mm -hmm. I just did. Uh, I also won because I was catching them like lacrosse style and winging them back. And I gotta say, when you throw well, wait, a dildo at high velocity, it will knock a motherfucker out. How did you? But how did you? Uh, how did you win the the dildo fight if you broke the two one of two rules? Well, there's 99 rules, and if you break at least five percent, you're allowed in. If oh, you so break, like passing if a you test. break five percent or over. You get knocked out of the dildo fight on a technicality. On a technicality. You can okay. actually win the dildo fight, but get knocked out on a technicality. Like, yeah. if you're wearing uh, knee-high socks, you're in. You're fine. But if they're ankle-high, that's a technicality. That's one of the rules. What if your knee-high uh, knee sock falls down? Um, it's fine, but as they prefer... As long as it knee-high at one they, point? They, it needs to be at one point. Um, yeah. If it's patterned with dildos or cats, you actually can gain a loss from another broken rule. So this is nothing like any other sport or fighting event because no, it's, I don't, I don't it's entirely rule based and the, all the rules are pretty arbitrary. First of all, there's dildos involved, which in most cases and, and it ends as a as a solid dildo fight. Literally, it's like it's like people larping, but you're just wearing your street clothes as long as they meet these high definitions of these 99 rules, and you just run at each other with dildos. And but you can't. Hitting. But you can't break more than five rules, and you just start hitting unless you break unless you happen to do really well with one rule, in which case you can break like six. Because you wore dildo socks or something like exactly. that. Exactly. And, okay, so... Your dildo also may be no longer than eight inches. 
but if it is longer than eight inches, it must be linked to a chain to a dildo that also meets the length requirement of being under that many inches. So you can have like a 14 inch dildo, but you can only use it in combat if it's chained to a six inch dildo as nunchucks. I was gonna say like dildo nunchucks, but like unbalanced ones. Unba well, that seems like that would give you a, an advantage more than anything. Well, it's almost a, it's a disadvantage because they're not balanced. That's why they allow it. The 17 inches of dildo instead of, but you're okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Because it's gonna be hard to hold like the three inch dildo and wave the 17 inch dildo around or 14 inch whatever. Um, but if you hold the 14 inch dildo, then you're just swinging a three inch dildo around. So you're actually at a disadvantage at that point. But, I mean, if you're good at using them, then you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, and um, I believe drinking is not allowed from my last memory. But if you get drunk during the fight you can get and, they, and, and, they, yeah. and you can't physically or visibly see how you get drunk in that fight, it's allowed. So you can end up drunk, but you can't. Well, I usually, I usually bring 18-inch dildo attached to a 4-inch dildo by nunchuck rules. And the 18-inch one has a cap on it, and I, I was fill gonna say it like a, a dildo flask. I yeah, and I, and I, I drink out of that dildo, which lightens it up and makes the yeah. balance work. And people are like, "Oh, he's sucking on a dildo, isn't that yeah. great?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's all I'm doing." Well, I also so. dress like a baby with knee-high socks, with the bib and the diaper, so it looks like I'm just suckling a penis like it's a baby bottle. It's my it's my gag. I'm I'm the I'm the oh like I, they do I, used to do in wrestling and stuff like that, where there always be like some like trick, some gimmick. I'm that. baby Wang Tang. That's that's my baby fighting Wang name. Tang. I like that. I like yep. that. And you. You're a, a, you are a baby type thing. Ninja, ni dildo ninja fighter. Sucking on a, a I dildo. suck on it until I get drunk enough and then I come out f like just flinging that nunchuck. By the small end, the big end's swinging. So, you always have the big end swinging, Jerry. Drunk, a drunk baby <laughs> Man sucking baby. a dick. <laughs> sounds like a terrible idea. In, in, in a 10 on 10 dildo come, fight. How did you come up with this? In a 10 on 10 dildo fight, because also the rules Wait are, a minute. if it's Why not 10 on 10. Why did you start playing a dildo? Last time I knew, you fucking brought a flashlight to this dildo party. Well, that's my oh, staff. Fight. You're allowed a secondary weapon, but it has to be holstered unless your first weapon is taken out of your hands. The one so, weapon so, so, so I have a pole that's eight feet long. At the end of it is a flashlight. And that's what I use as my lacrosse stick. So if they throw a dildo at me like a ninja star, I suck it up in the end with the flashlight. throw it back. I spin it and I throw it back. And the velocity of an eight foot pole with the force, I can put one through someone's eye. I've done it twice. Why are people throwing their one weapon at you? <laughs> They're not very good at it. That's why. That's why you're the winner of the dildo fights. I've won most of them. The ones I didn't get too drunk and lose in. Yeah. I mean, dildo Sally, she's won 19 of them now and I'm kind of pissed at her. She shouldn't be allowed in. She brings a mattress that's made of dildos, and she wears on her back like a turtle, and she rushes you and rolls at you. Wait, I think you're just talking about like a Ninja Turtles game or something. <laughs> I think this is the boss from a video game. No, Sally, that's what she does. It's, it's hard to deflect. I mean, when a, when basically like a porcupine made of dildos rolls at you at high velocity. Wait, wait where did the you, porcupine come from? Well, it's the mattress made of dildos she puts on her back. She rolls into a ball, runs yeah, at you, yeah, no, and that. rolls okay. at you. It's like a porcupine. But, wouldn't, but it's like, made I'm of sorry, dildos. But with like a mattress, wouldn't you just roll once and then be on a mattress? No, she's a big girl and she gets a lot of speed up. If she can really tuck that yeah, mattress Yeah, she grabs under. it and tucks it in and rolls. Because okay, I was going to say, if I rolled with a mattress on my back, it would still just be a flat mattress. I would roll once and lay down. And I think that may have happened like one of the first times she ever did it. She didn't have the knack yeah. for it. And she got, she got wiped out like of my, it Like my, my, uh, my nickname would be Napping Jeremiah. Because I would roll once, fall asleep on a mattress with dildos. Well, you sound a little bit like Narcoleptic Eddie. Um, he comes in and usually sleeps through the first initial uh, uh, melee. Bout. 
Okay. Uh, yep. And and right. and we all think he's not going to join in, but we learned it's a trick. He, well, he like conserves a, his energy during the first melee. He gets zero points. It's like the rope a dope or whatever. Yeah, like, he gets yeah. zero points, so yeah. he doesn't like he doesn't contest in the first round. He's not in the ranking. Yeah. And we all are like but he's letting we, people knock everybody else. We're, we're all between out. we're all between two and ninety seven points at this point, as right. rules say you can't be above ninety seven. So that's the cap. Okay. Um, Cap, he's at zero though. Ninety-seven so he, arbitrary points. Good. Gotcha. I'm gonna send you. send you a PDF of the rule book later because I don't think you're entirely following. No, no, I'm, I'm getting. You're narco- catching me up to uh, narcoleptic uh, Eddie. We'll, we'll, we'll get zero points in the first round, and a lot of us counted him out the first couple times, and then he literally jumps to, to in the middle of round seven. Yeah. Seven wait. subset C. Wait, wait. <laughs> Round seven, subset C. But I thought you said I thought he's where you he sat out for a couple of rounds. He did, then, yeah. When you get up to round seven, subset C, he. What happened to the five in between the first two? Well, you don't you don't fight every round. That would be ridiculous. You'd get tired. So two rounds. Yeah, he's he, he's in the seven, first round when it's ten on ten, C. and he falls asleep. Oh, it's a royal rumble. Yeah, he falls asleep during oh, that one. Oh, I get you. And then he comes back up I during was round how, like, seven, a subset fight C. Fight would work with one person sleeping for nope, two. Nope. He just lays down during that 10 on 10, so it ends up being 9 on 10, which is a disadvantage to the 9, so if you're on the other side, you are more likely to be up towards that 97 uh, point cap for the first round. So are people pissed or or happy that they're on uh, Narcolipic? Well, the people on his team can be pissed at him all they want, but they can't fight him because you're not allowed to fight someone on your own team during a dildo fight. What about like um, collateral damage if he accidentally gets whacked with a dildo by someone on the team? He won't. He won't. He falls asleep at the uh, starting line, and the, the the skirmish line is 30 feet forward. I thought this was like a ring or something. Wait, this is a race too? Yes. <laughs> so you go, okay, so picture this. I, uh, so you've got 10 your, people your, running uh, next your weapon, to each other? Yes, uh, in a straight in a line forward with at dildos, each other, 10 on 10. With dildos, except for one who is in a mattress rolling. Yes. <laughs> toward, are you running toward at each other? Toward the skirmish line, yes. The skirmish line, okay. The skirmish lines are 10 feet from the starting line, but 30 feet from the other person's skirmish line. Right. And now... Uh, okay, you haven't explained the point system yet. Okay, in the first round, you can get up to 97 points. Up to 97 points. How do you get points? As low as zero, are of they like, Is it like uh, uh, points are jousting, but Points uh, are allotted by, by hits and vocalizations of hits. Um, like, if you, I've been hit. Yeah, exactly. It's an it's a honor system, entirely. I was hit by a dildo. That's exactly how it's scored. There's a panel of um, four judges, and they, uh, they keep track. For 20 people. Yes. Well, it gets easier in the later oh, rounds. Yeah, I mean, but once you're up to round eighteen uh, L, um, there's just it's probably it, like it's one on one at that point, and you still have the yeah, honor system. Right. If you're literally you're over the other guy, hitting him with a dildo but at, but at that over point, probably... and over, he's on the ground, and it's actually harder to keep track of the count to be honest in this honor system than it is to fight back. Like you're ready to hit back, but you're like, oh, ah, dildo hit one, two, three, send me a four, five, and you want to hit back, but that's actually part of the you're thing. Busy counting, yeah. Because you're counting the dildo hits. Oh, yeah. So the narcoleptic fellow there, um, the he jumps back yeah. in round seven, uh, subset C. Uh, that's where he literally will run at you, feign passing out narcolepsy. And you go to swing and you miss. It's his move. It's his signature move. He falls under the dildo. As it Couldn't goes, he just duck? <laughs> does he have to pretend to fall asleep? <laughs> he, falls, he, he always pretends does to that, fall does asleep. Does that trick you more for some reason instead of just ducking? Well, he gets up really quickly after, so you don't have time to really so call he him ducks. out on So it. he ducks. Okay. <laughs> but but he faints falling asleep. <laughs> okay. The guy just dodges, just dodges your, your swing. <laughs> the more I think about it, I think he just dodges and ducks a lot. But every time yeah. he crumples to the ground. 
So it does look yeah, like okay. he's falling asleep. So in your mind, okay, okay, in your mind he falls asleep. Um, and what, okay, what about if you hit the woman with a mattress on the mattress? That counts as a hit. Uh, that counts as a hit if you hit any part of their body or weapon or armor. Because what if she can't feel it and she doesn't do the honor system because she can't feel it legitimately? It's like I don't know if you're hitting me, like because you're hitting a mattress. Um, there's a there's an alternate fifth judge who's actually in the middle of the battlefield. Like, oh, like more like a referee, like, like a referee. up and down, like a soccer and, field. And they, they can keep track of the ones yeah. that aren't being uh, registered. Uh, fat Jim has that same problem. He gets hit a lot. And he he, he's know. really fat. He's morbidly obese. He, like, gets out. He, like, shakes his rolls out. And he's, like, 17 dildos that well, have just been stuck under his rolls. He is the reason for the referee. And, honestly, the referee may not be a valid thing because there's a lot of controversy. Over One guy? As, as to whether Fat Jim should stay in the game. Um, so, he, wait, wait. he rides okay. on a rascal into battle. Um, and we're yeah, thinking it's, it's a fair, uh, unfair advantage because it gets to the scrimmage line faster than everyone else. And it has like a, a dildo on the front, like a joust. It does. And he has a shield. It's funny how it has a dildo I just on it. That. Yeah. And a helmet with a dildo on it. Okay. And Sounds like he's just fucking knows he what has he's a doing. laptop that he uh, blogs about what's happening mid battle, which also has a dildo sticking out of it. Is it a medical rascal? Like, is it medically like prescribed to him? Yeah, because the first time he uh, went into battle, I say, uh, during the, why can't anybody the, just jump on a go kart? Back in 02, during the very first dildo battles, um, he went into battle on his own two feet, and the injuries he incurred during that battle have permanently put him in a rascal. He's, his morbid obesity is not why he's in a rascal. He's paralyzed from the waist down from the first dildo battle. The very first one? Yeah, he weighed 143 That's pounds in the first dildo battle. Uh, he then was oh, paralyzed, then he paralyzed, and then, and then he became more morbidly obese, and now he still fights in a rascal, and they bent the rules for him because he said that, or he would sue and shut down yeah, the entire yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to uh, shut down the Dildo Federation. No. Um, the, uh, the the Worldwide uh, Dildo Federation, the I WWDF. Think we, we, I, think, I think we got to uh, revisit this uh, in, at a later time. I want to uh, get into um, the U.S. Forest Commission. <laughs> Um, uh, so the, the, this is, the good thing is this was a short story. Um, this is just really interesting because they misfiled a piece of paper. Okay, All right, yeah. everyone, have a great week. <laughs> great week. <laughs> uh, this is just really interesting. I actually just really like the diagrams. That's why I thought it was funny. Is um, I mean, some apparently there's a there's a cocktail 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 a cocktail construction um, chart. That was filed for the U.S. Forest Commission. Nobody knows exactly why, but it's this really uh, intense diagram. With, I mean, talking like really nicely drawn, uh, like, well, diagrams, you know, like you're going to put something together or whatever of how to construct drinks, if you want to call it that, you know, with the amount of ice. That is of ice how cubes. I like to call it. When I go to the bar, I usually say, uh, uh, bar, me, bar, bar, Barkeep, could you, uh, can, can you construct me a Long Island iced tea? Yes. Um, I prefer green tea if that's uh, if that's of any bother to you. Well, it's a Long Island and green tea. Is that a thing? Ooh, that should be a thing. I love green tea. Yeah. Well, you have to say ice, otherwise they just give you a hot tea. Oh. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Well, no, Sorry to no, interrupt. No, no, I'll call it. It's really terrible. Oh, you're done? Are we done the show? Um. Yeah. You know. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Sure. You just go on and uh, <laughs> look this up. It's actually very interesting. You can find out more about uh, how to how to construct your drinks. Or you can hand it to a barkeep. It was, uh, I guess, filed in 1974 from the National Archives. For some reason, from the U.S. Department of Agriculture Forest Service. Um, it's stamped and signed and everything. And uh, they're not exactly sure why. They think it maybe was sort of a joke at the time. Um, because why else would the Forest Commission put a diagram of how to make drinks on it? But uh, it's really cool to look at. It's I actually kind of want to get it like blown up and posterized and put on my uh, wall. Yeah, actually, it's pretty cool in general. I, 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 do, I, I do agree entirely, all joking aside. 
Um, now, this is actually the end of our show, and uh, I'd like to call out a, uh, a Twitter user that's been very friendly to us this past week as our uh, fan of the week. Um, I'd like to call out at the Fear Agenda. Um, right. If you're listening, uh, we appreciate the help you gave us earlier, uh, along with uh, another uh, uh, Periscope user. And um, you, I mean, you guys were actually... Uh, Estelle something, right? Yep, yeah, Estelle. Which um, might not be listening, because, I don't know, Estelle Rivers. Estelle Rivers just doesn't follow us on Twitter, I don't think, but yep. follows us on Periscope. And I just wanted to say thank you for helping us on our skit that we're working on for our next uh, Weird Variety Hour we're show. We're crowdsourcing and, uh, comedy. The fe- at the Fear Agenda, you are our listener of the week, so thank you very much. Way to go. Our first listener of the week? Nope. We had a couple in the past. I do this regularly. Where have I been? <laughs> I don't know. It's usually the end of the no, show. I, I You're probably tuning out. Uh, Robbie Polanco or something like that. Yep. Right? And Sheree uh, Sh- Jett. You're right, yeah. And did, a couple we call it, did we say Listener of the Week? Did we call it that? I don't know. Uh, also, make I sure you called out. Let's do, hey, thanks for listening. Yep. Like, that's great. And if you'd like to follow us on uh, Twitter, which is where we were just talking about, um, you should go to at the Lost at Home on Twitter. And also, if you are a fan of the show, can you do me a personal favor? I am trying to get the Twitter account at Lost at Home. It is owned by a gentleman right now who doesn't use it, but is willing to give it up if we advertise something for him on our show. I said I would and would talk to him about it, but he won't write back because I don't think he's noticing his Twitter is getting any notifications. You can use it, e- can everyone can everyone who listens to our show right now go, go to Twitter and go to at Lost at Home, same as our shows, but yep. without the the, and ask him to help out our show or give us his Twitter handle or yeah. anything we'll anything we'll, nice. We'll Be nice asking, to him, though. Right? Be we'll nice. Do, we'll do some advertising and stuff. And like we will advertise yeah. for him. Just everyone go bombard him right now. But they just need to be aware that we're trying to get in touch. Also find us as uh, Lost at Home on Periscope. We are on there pretty regularly. And when we go to Chase Con at the end of this month, we are going to be doing a lot of the cosplay shows. Uh, there's going to be a sword fighting seminar on how to cosplay fight. Uh, a lot of the guests are famous, and we're going to do a lot of fun stuff with Periscope showing off, you know, uh, us and our friends. Yep. Uh, also, go to uh, lostinomepodcast.com, which is our website. You can find the songs for the Five Stars and Beyond the Pale uh, five-star review album by Sonic Jalopy that we have been putting together and making that will be on iTunes this coming summer. If you're a contributor, you get a free copy of the album, and to be a contributor, all you have to do is leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It's really easy. You can you get do a it. song. You can do it on the podcast app on you your phone. Get a, a, a free album. album out of it. It's pretty crazy. Yep. It's really very, very one-sided. We're giving so much away. But we get a five-star review out of it, which helps I, our show and I, gets, I gets us guess, more listeners. Yeah, well, I guess one-sided isn't the right thing to do. I'm saying it actually is very mutual. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's you, the opposite of one-sided. So, yeah. for instance, if you have an iPhone, there's that new handy uh, purple podcast app that's now standard on the phone that you can't delete. Open that up, type in the name of our show, and you can leave a five-star review right now while you're listening on the very device you're hearing us through. It's that easy, and then you become part of the uh, album, and you get a free album. So become, please do that. Become a legend and listen to some of the uh, uh, the reviews and be like, oh, that's cool. You can write anything you want, and I'll, yeah, I'll, and I'll it, make a song about it. He'll make it into a song. So actually, if you write the review like it's lyrics, that would even be helpful. Yeah, or just say, I am great, I am great. Don't use that one, actually. That's... Yeah. So besides that, um, thank you all for listening this week. We're glad you enjoyed last week's Variety Hour. The another one is coming up pretty soon. And uh, in a couple weeks, look forward to Babs Tar, uh, artist from Batgirl Comics, right. uh, DC Entertainment, DC Comics. Uh, we sat down with her last week and recorded an interview, which I will think, be uh, up uh, on episode 65. 65, yeah. And this is 62. A few weeks. Good. 
Yep, we had a great talk with her. Very interesting, very fun. And uh, we're looking forward to our next guests. We're in talks right now. Hopefully, fingers crossed, one of the two that we're courting will give us a date quicker and we can nail one down. Yeah. But uh, we have Jim Gaffigan and we have Dan Harmon from Community and Rick and Morty both uh, mulling over some dates we gave them. So flirting with us. Cross our fingers and let's see what happens. Stop promising anything, but cross your fingers and listen up. Yeah, they can both end up saying we're too busy to be on, but hey. They've been flirting with us, though. Hard. Pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Like a, uh, like thank, a monkey in a dildo fight. Thank you very much for your monkey with a dildo fight. I just say. say <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, also, before we actually leave you, uh, Periscope. It's a beautiful thing. I already told you to follow us on there. Uh, we now follow Mucho Suavo on both there and Twitter. Oh, he right, is yes. a interesting gentleman that we have made friends with on there, and he likes doing a lot of musical stuff. He's a musician, and he has recorded some audio for us to use, and we're going to go out on at least one of those pieces of audio. There might be two little snippets, so if you hear a brief pause, uh, hold on for the second. You never know. We'll see what we can work out. Yeah, but well, let's he- be up. Here, yeah. Is some, uh, here is some Mucho Suavo. Thanks. Goodbye. Give a dog a bone Oh yeah, buddy, we're lost at home Yeah Oh yeah Whoa, stick baby I love you, stick baby You've got a peg leg, but that's okay with me. Oh, Peggy, you're my best friend. High five. I love you more than I love life. Stick baby, stick baby, you're my best friend. I love you until the end when your other leg breaks off and you probably decay because the half-life of the chemicals in your plastic is probably a million years, but someday that'll be over. Oh, I'm done. That was it. That's all I got.